The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is our monthly coaching call, and this is a production of the Institute of Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos, and it's a pleasure to be with everybody this month. Our guest today is John Henry, president of OBS Financial Services. And John, we have you on the line there. John, how are you? The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary, and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is our monthly coaching call, and this is a production of the Institute of Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos, and it's a pleasure to be with everybody this month. Our guest today is John Henry, president of OBS Financial Services. And John, we have you on the line there. John, how are you today? Welcome. I am doing wonderful, Frank, and thanks for having me on. So, John, you know, it's been a great first quarter. You know, we've heard that term, you know, the Trump bump, and here we are, you know, doing this program, you know, towards the end of March. And, you know, one of the things that people start getting concerned with is the fact that it looks like market levels are fairly high. And sometimes when we see that occurring, I think people become complacent and they may actually get a little bit uh, more risky than perhaps they should be. And they don't think in terms of the fact that the market goes down as well as it goes up and that, you know, it's it's normal. It's something that we should expect. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today, which is, you know, John, what's your perspective on that with regard to, you know, what do you think of the current market levels? You know, can it keep going? And should we be expecting a correction? And, you know, when I say that is, you know, we don't know that. I mean, you know, but we do know the market goes up and down. It doesn't, you know, just go up. So. Yeah, Frank, thanks for the question. Um, you know, we've been riding a pretty good extended period of time here. The markets have treated us well. More recently, as you talk about, the Trump bump has uh, certainly uh, also treated investors well, and we've seen some decent returns. And um, the markets do go up and down. And I think the, the most important thing is when you're investing, um, you need to have uh, a couple things as you work with your advisor. One, you need to have a process. Why are you invested and what time periods are you investing for? And that's pretty important as you work through the fact-finding process with your advisor. And the second thing is to have a philosophy. What, what, what do you believe in? Uh, we've talked about that in the past, that markets work. Um, but as part of markets working, they go up and down. And um, as sure as I sit here, a couple things are, are for sure. The market's going to go down, and we're going to have a correction to the market. It has happened, and has happened, uh, you know, for... Uh, many, many years as we've seen market conditions, it's going to go up and down. And the second thing for sure, you don't know when to predict it. You don't know when that market is going to go up or when it's going to go down. And generally a market correction um, or is considered something more than 10% of the dip in the market. So I, I think we're going to absolutely see that. And when it is, I don't know. Uh, I can't speculate in the market. But certainly there will be a lot of people out there talking about things like price to earnings and, you know, the market's priced very high and those kinds of things. And certainly things like that could be drivers, but certainly we are going to see a correction. It's how you respond and react to it uh, 
and also understanding it. That, that's what I would say, Frank. So, you know, it's interesting is, you know, when the election was taking place, I know that there are a lot of people that, you know, they were like, oh, my gosh, if Donald Trump got in office, you know, the market's going to crash. And we didn't see that. So, you know, when you think of it, it's like we can't predict when that's going to be. In other words, you know, if the market's at, you know, 20,000 or 21,000, it could go to 22, 23,000 before we see it, or we could see it at this level. Just nobody knows. And I think that's part of the point of what you're addressing here. You just, we, you don't know. We don't know, but, you know, here's some things to think about. And is that, uh, if you're an investor out there and you're working with your advisor and you have a goal, whether it's retirement or whatever it might be, and you have a 10 or 20 year, you know, time frame of, of where you're investing your money, or you have a five year time frame of where you might be investing your money. It's the important thing is, and we saw this certainly in 2008 when we had the dramatic downcline in the market. Markets not only go down, but they come back. And a lot of people, when markets downturn, they, they get out of the market because they don't have a philosophy, uh, they don't have a process that they're following, and they never participate in the rally of the market that comes. And, you know, some interesting facts about, you know, market downturns is that, you know, since 1982, um, with few exceptions, market declines have been relatively brief. Uh, compared to earlier market declines that, you know, earlier in the century that lasted longer. You know, to give you an idea, the 1929 crash, the famous crash, it took 16 years uh, to restore uh, the investment value uh, to those investors from the market high. In 2000, it took five years. In 1987, when we had the crash, it took 23 months. And in 1990, it took eight months. So, you know, although the markets go down, you're seeing time periods that are relatively quick that people regain that market value. So if we were to retake, take a look at these two correlations, if you have a 10-year investment horizon um, and we see those kind of, you know, you know, the market, you know, having the market correction and then recouping it, you should just stay, stay your course. If you or somebody working with your advisor that thinks you might retire in, you know, two years, it isn't about speculating on where the market is, you should probably sit with your advisor and take a look at, you know, how much risk you feel comfortable with. So those are two different two different types of things that are that are often confused. But that's telling you a little bit about market corrections and the time it takes to uh, recoup the money that you have in your portfolio from market correction. So, so it was interesting of uh, a couple of things that you mentioned there, you know, as far as, you know, how over time the, you know, when it comes back, it seems like it's come back quicker, which is a great insight. And then the other thing that you mentioned is, is that, you know, a lot of times people are viewing, you know, uh, what they're saving towards retirement. And I, I always think that, you know, when I speak to people about that is, I think it's a mistake when people think in terms of, you know, their retirement plan is I got a plan to retirement. The reality is, is yeah. that someone can retire at 65, 68 years old, whatever that age is. You could That's be right. 10, 20, 30 years in retirement. So even it's, it's one of those of retirement planning is through retirement, not to retirement. So the average person is really going to be invested, not just up till that point, there will be 10 or 20 or even potentially 30 years later. So the time horizons many times are so much longer than what people think that, you know, they've, they've got to give that some yep. consideration when they look at, you know, 
short-term market corrections. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's very few people out there, Frank, that don't have an at least 10-year time horizon um, where they're at with their equity portfolios. And like you stated, it's not that they're not in the equity markets, what percentage of that portfolio is in the equity market. And so, you know, that can be considered, everybody is a long-term investor for the most part. So when we have these corrections um, and you have the philosophy, you're going to recoup your money. We've seen market corrections before, uh, but it's having the philosophy and sticking with your philosophy um, to deal with the market correction. That's great. And, you know, in staying with that, you know, one of the things that I tried to bring up, you know, when I was first starting our conversation is, you know, it's, it's like anything else when markets are going up. Sometimes we do kid ourselves and try to convince ourselves that our risk profile is really higher than it might, it might be. And so the point of today's call really is for people to look and just do that gut check while things are good and just say, are you really the investor that you think that you are? You know, which is there will be corrections. Um, you know, we'll have the market. It'll you know take dips here and there. And just make sure that you're in the right risk profile, whether you're 50, 50, 60, 40, whatever, knowing that, you know, the more equity in there, the more you'll have that volatility. But at the same point is, is, you know, if you have the right time horizon, then you're do you're doing it correctly. And that's really, I think, what we're trying to get at today. So what are your thoughts on that, John? Are we are we hitting on the same cylinders or what do you think? We're 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 absolutely getting at that. It, the, 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 the reality is markets will have corrections. It has gone on since the beginning of time. We're not going to know when those corrections are. We can't predict those corrections. We also know after those corrections how markets also always recover. So the, the, the question is not to speculate on market downturns or market recovery. The, 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 the issue is the process of how you're working with your advisor to determine the right risk tolerance and the right time horizon for your investments. That is the crucial thing, not to try to speculate on market downturns and market upturns. So I think we're saying exactly the same thing, Frank. Great point. And for those clients that are, you know, in retirement, you know, one of the things that we always look at is there really should be two aspects of that retirement. There should be that you know where your income is coming from. You want that steady course of income, and you don't want to have a lot of worry in that. But you also need to have what we you know, call a certain amount of free capital, which is money that has the ability to grow that you're not worried about. And that's really the combination of really doing great planning. So I don't know, John, if you know you view it the same way, but you know that's how we see it over at our organization. I see it. I see it exactly the same way, and 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 this is where the importance of the advisor is. Certainly, we can talk about you know great portfolios and and all of those good things, but the reality is the advisor sitting down there and they're talking to you as an investor and determining some behavioral finance things which is what we just talked about, your risk tolerance, but also identifying these buckets of, of dollars and how you're utilizing them. Those kind of things well put together with a proper plan and proper price of process is where the advisor adds so much value and so much value beyond just the investment portfolio. Now, John, it was interesting. You and I um, had a nice meeting. You were out visiting us a couple of weeks ago, and I remember you talking about the concept of advisor alpha, and I think that it was close to 3%. Is 
that it should be Correct. adding to someone's portfolio. Maybe you can just briefly, you know, speak to that, and we'll wrap up on that last topic. Yeah, you know, advisor health is something that I'll talk about a lot, and it's something that's it's, it's ignored. And what advisor health is is that process of with that advisor sitting down and doing proper fact finding with that individual client. And it's not just about the investments. It's these other items in the, in the client's more global financial picture. And then putting the answers together, the right time horizons, which we've talked about, the right risk tolerance, which we've talked about, and the right solutions around that. And then when there's volatile markets, it's sometimes just saying, being there to be the assurance that these things happen and, you know, don't sell your portfolio out now and don't try to speculate the market. All those things that advisor does, we're starting to learn adds about 3% at the bottom line of this, 300 basis points. That's what, you know, has been kind of deemed advisor alpha. So I think it's a, it's an amazing thing, and I, I think it's real, um, and I think that's what the advisor brings to the client relationship that's often overlooked. That's a great insight. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth, and our guest today was John Henry, president of OBS Financial Services. John, thank you so much for being with us today. We thank appreciate you, Frank. It always. always great to be here. And thank for you. all of our listeners, this has been Frank Congelos. We wish you a great month and a wonderful spring. Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance